you are listening to Well Seasoned. I'm your host, Maddie, and I am here to welcome you to our first casual sister side dish episode featuring sous chef Emma. Round of applause. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hola. <laughs> and um, tonight... And co-host, right? Yes. Co-host. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight, we are at the table with a snack of Emma's choice, apples and peanut butter. Yes. And I would love to know your explanation behind this choice. I mean, I've had it multiple times Well, <clears throat> with you, but... Let me just start off saying that... Apples and peanut butter, or if you want to be, you know, a bit more extra or bougie, you can have almond butter, (laughs) which is what I'm eating, but I chose it just for the nostalgia reasons of when our mom used to pack us lunch, you know, she'd always go through the healthy route. Really? That's, you, you are like reminded of when she packed us lunch when you have these, like every time? I didn't know that. I thought you just... I thought there was something behind like, oh, it's kind of healthy because it's an apple and it's, you know, I'm a sucker for sweet and salty combinations. So maybe I thought that was why. I don't know. It's funny you think that because I really don't remember. I mean, I remember waking up in the morning and seeing her downstairs in the kitchen making lunches, but there's nothing nothing particular about the lunches themselves that I remember, but that's sweet. I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, that is what I remember. Either that or it was celery and peanut butter. Mm. I actually just really like peanut butter. I mean, what's not to like? Oh, my gosh. I know. Well, <laughs> celery and peanut butter is kind of like those like after school snacks with, um, what is it, ants on a log? <gasps> with the raisins? Yeah. That's I- pre-K to me. That's like kindergarten and pre-K. Yeah. When they, when they made it, you know, like a fun activity to get you to eat you know, semi-healthy <laughs> veggies and stuff. Um, but I'm not a fan of raisins, so that never really <sighs> never really worked out for me. <laughs> Do you remember when one of the mornings when she was coming downstairs to make lunch, she was making apples and peanut butter, and we're like, oh, mom, like, don't cut your finger. And we totally jinxed her, and she cut her finger with a knife. And she just, oh, yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that of all was times, scary. you're just like, oh, don't cut yourself, and of course she she did. <laughs> That's what happens when you're distracted. Yeah, I I kind of do remember that it was um I don't know what finger, but deep enough, <laughs> deep enough matter? on a well, deep enough on a on a finger that you use enough. It was probably either her thumb or her pointer finger that you know <laughs> was out of commission for the length of time that she had a uh, that bandaid on it because it was deep. Gosh, that was scary. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Um, in the midst of the current situation, for those of you listening at home, please stay safe. Um, just whatever you're preoccupying your time with, but also, you know, washing your hands and um, being germ-free and, you know, practicing uh, social <clears throat> distancing, I think, is the correct um in this current Burbage. day and age that we're living in during this coronavirus stuff. Yes, unfortunately. Um, yeah. That being said, a lot of um, part of the reason that we haven't been able to release a podcast sooner. Because we got than, no people. Yeah, sooner than we'd like. It's purely because of um, the uh, 
the cancellation of a lot of things and like school. I mean, hello, what are you going to do? Well, I, for one, excuse me, am, I haven't been too bothered by it. (laughs) I was out of school. I was shocked the rest of the semester that yes, I was shocked when I was updated with the information that Winthrop along with a handful of other colleges i'm not really sure to what extent like which states um colleges are included in this but for the rest of the semester we are going to be doing online classes and let me tell you as an introvert who loves to just lounge around and preoccupy my own time at home and you know i can keep up with whatever i need to are you it's an great i am I am self-sustaining. I I yeah, okay. Like my energy levels peaked <laughs> when I when I have some good quality alone time. But my worry is I'm an art major and I can't work on art in a studio space anymore. And that's that's where the tricky part comes in. We've been um been constantly ah Mm, what's the best way to put this? Let's let's not say constantly. Let's say we have been supplied with a handful of emails from faculty and staff about how the faculty and staff are great at working under pressure and, you know, coming up with plans on the fly. But none of my faculty and staff have been reaching out directly well, because it, it has been your spring to, break this past week, hasn't it? That is true. So um, that might have an effect on it. Yeah. But time is up because tomorrow is the official uh, end of break where we're supposed to go back for our first May. day of on- online classes. And um, I think I can only think of one professor who has kind of gone ahead and outlined some of the stuff that we're going to need to be doing. But... That person is not a um, studio art professor. That is a, an art history professor. Ah, so it's all kind of crazy. And yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen because you know, as a freshman, I'm probably the least of their worries. I know a lot of the emails consisted of, um, you know, like direct um, allevances, like you know. For people who are going to be graduating this year, don't worry. You're still going to be able to graduate kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think the people who were just so close to finishing, they think their whole world is ending because of the change and they can't, you know, do what they need to do. But, right. I mean. This whole recent situation affects so many different things, little things that you don't, you know, normally probably take for granted. Like prom. Mm. Now, I'm still in high school, so... Now I'm not a senior, but I know I have a lot of senior friends that they don't have they don't have problems here. That is kind of sad. That is so sad. Isn't that like a thing that you look forward to or look back mm-hmm. on? You're like, oh my gosh. I'm sure for parents, they're probably like, I mean, financially, they don't have to spend money. If no, it's girls already bought their dresses. If they already did, um, gosh, that really sucks. If they already bought everything, but I'm sure that they can, you know, sell them again or. Probably brand you know, new, yeah. Do something. Um, I think, I think through all of this, like we could go into depth about every single little thing that this, you know, 
pandemic is changing about um, our normal everyday mm-hmm. lives and just like not even taking into consider consideration like things you wouldn't have even thought about are so different now. But the, th- the thing that I'm excited to see is just, you know, how we become problem solvers. Like we're going to be able to society. In- innovate a lot of different things um, as a result, you know, like More better if, medicines. Maybe I well, that's I hope so. Um, <laughs> that's like I think the first conclusion. But as an art student, one of the things that we are um, constantly reminded of is how to be a problem solver when you are given like a certain um, set of rules or restrictions and things like that, and like how you can, you know use with what you have to be creative. Yeah, what you can and can't do. Right. And I think there are a lot of amazing people out there today who are going to create some amazing solutions to our problems. (laughs) So that's that's the hope. And for you listening, wherever you're listening at home, we are at home right now. Um, By the way, these apples and peanut butter, uh, that's dinner. So... Yeah. I hope you're satisfied. Oh no. I've got I've got <laughs> enough to go around. Anyway, um I'm curious what y'all have been doing to keep yourselves busy if you are still able to kind of go out and do things and or work from home. I'm sure there are many of you who um fit that category or if you're a student like the both of us and you either have had to start up some online school yep, I've already done system stuff or have been week. on break like I have. Yeah. I'm curious to see what, you know, other people have been doing with their free time because I know a lot of people kind of go crazy when they can't be out and, like, see their friends <laughs> because they, they miss, you know, having, like, group interactions and stuff, you know. Like, we have been able – what go crazy (laughs) go stupid (laughs) that's just what i thought when you said that the the meme yeah okay anyway sorry (laughs) (laughs) we've been able to kind of take up some more hobbies what are some of the hobbies that we've been um taking up just go just go ahead there's been quite a few for me well for both of us um ukulele playing or mm-hmm. ukulele playing um we learned we're in the process of learning a new song mm-hmm. um that's true it's been fun to play we i mean since i got mine which was like what last summer or no it was near my birthday a year ago or two, is it two years ago wait I think it was two years ago now. Wait, what? Anyway. How long have you had um, that thing? <laughs> when, you know, when you're in school and you're busy, it's really easy just to kind of, you know, get in the habit of not picking it up. I mm. think um, just picking it up every day, because like I, it's hanging on the wall in my room and it's easy just to walk by it because, you know, it's one of those things where it's either it's out of sight, out of mind, but then when you get used to looking at it, then you forget it. Mm, and yeah. then- yeah, having extra free time just to like actually pick it up, put it in your hands, even practice strum a couple chords. Right. I think um when I I try to monitor and kind of, 
you know, journal and track down like good habits that I want to keep. One of the things I wrote down as a separate category was practicing. And it didn't, it didn't necessarily mean like I had to like learn a whole bunch of new stuff, but if I had at least, you know, held it and put, you know, put some chords and some strumming, you know, to practice and just kind of brushing up on technique and, um, you know, reminding, refreshing my brain on, on different chords and stuff like that. It's kind of just what fuels um, muscle memory. And I think I consider that good practice. Yeah. Any little thing helps. Another thing that we've been working on lately is learning some new languages, which is Korean has been the most recent. Mm. And that has been such an interesting language to learn. (laughs) It's so different. Well, you have to learn a whole new alphabet. That, so. There's that, Hangul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am still in Spanish class, so I've been kind of doing Spanish and Korean um, kind of together. I wish I synced it up more, but of course, one's with school and one's just kind of on my own. Mm-hmm. So that's a little limiting, but it's been good. I mean, I think it's never too late to start if you want to do something like that, learn a new language. Just think about all the movies and videos and music you'll be able you know doors will be open to because you just you know another language mm-hmm. it's so much more that's why i'm so jealous of what is it, is it called polygots people who can speak multiple languages because oh, they oh my gosh imagine unlimited imagine. access to so many different things or forms of entertainment even i think that's so cool i think that's part of the motivation why i wanted to learn korean because Korea is poppin', and <laughs> I think it oh, sounds yeah. like a really interesting language. And as we all know, I am a huge fan of food, and Korean cuisine to me looks delicious. I've had it. Um, Korean on a- barbecue. If you haven't tried it yeah. yet, oh my gosh, kind of in love. Go find a place near you. So the goal, the the to do on the bucket list is to visit, and um, yeah, part of the honestly just travel in general. Yeah, can we just go? I really want to. I I mean, we're already doing online schooling. No, I'm kidding. But the whole world right now is in lockdown. The outlook does not look bright. Let's just say that. But that's on the bucket list. It's a thing to do. It will not happen very soon. But it's a goal. How ideal that would be would be so cool. Traveling in general, I think. But um, when you can't travel especially when you can't even travel outside your own house. (laughs) Some of the things that we've also had to keep um, preoccupied with, I cannot tell you how many loads of dishes that I have done since we have been home. Yeah, what the heck? But it is insane. Because I understand we have been cooking more because... Yeah, you're obligated to cook more because, you know, it's not like you're packing a lunch for tomorrow at work or school, you know. You're yeah. preparing every single meal that you eat. Yeah. And making sure that you're eating things that are not going to last as long. So a lot of produce and things like that <sighs> in the fridge that we've been trying to, you know, eat ration out. It sounds yeah. like it's more intense than it needs to be. But for, you know, in these, all sake, we really don't know. We don't know how um, how long it's going to last. It's not going to be, I think super dramatic or intense, but it's smart. You're just, you know, trying to be um, resourceful with what you have so that you don't, you know, spend all that money on stocking up things you really didn't need to if you weren't going to eat everything that you paid for. So 
It's something that we've been trying to instill in the time at home when we're meal prepping and cooking. Because a lot of the time, Sister Chef and Sister Sue Chef have been in the kitchen the past (laughs) week and a half. So has it been? How long has it been? A week? I've had spring, spring break all in the house. Like, I haven't really left the house. I wanted to go on a couple walks. <laughs> oh, that's kind of sad. I know. Well, this whole epidemic is really interesting. I, the people that I've talked to so far of all ages, they haven't really gone through anything like this. I mean, mm, that's debatable. I know there have been, there have been people who've compared different things throughout um years in the past like like 9-11 or something like that. 9-11 yeah that and was no one wanted to go out Ebola, of their Ebola crisis that was another like medical yeah. um other okay. things like that but yeah I think because we're at the age that we are we are able to kind of witness it firsthand and right. just you know be able to react on our own and um mm-hmm. you know Kudos to all the parents who have little kids right now who are trying to explain, trying to explain, but also have to be there at home with the kids because they can't go to work because kids' schools have been closed. Mm. It's kind of insane to me as well. (laughs) Kudos. Yeah, props to y'all. But we're going to get through it, I think. Safety is top priority. The biggest thing. Better not to be out, you know, when it's just a risk, you know. Don't you don't want to take any unnecessary risks? Mm-hmm. The biggest thing is just to not live in fear. Mm-hmm. Faith over fear, people. Preach. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of the things um we mentioned about talking about um, before we started this podcast was I don't know hobbies we glossed over just because it's something that we both always feel robbed of when we're so engrossed with school and oh, classwork yeah. but don't, e- oh, don't but i mean <laughs> i think we've been lucky enough to have you know downtime um at home just to spend on things that we like to do and i mentioned before that i definitely think of myself as an introvert i think that is something that i've recognized about myself and i no, we might have had a conversation in the past before about whether or not you are as well, but I don't know. Do you think you're an introvert or an extrovert? I think your personality is. I I think I am a sociable introvert. Right. Well, is that a thing? One hundred. I'll make it a thing. Yeah, that's something. That's something a lot of people don't understand. There are introverts who are super confident and love talking to people and are really, you know, well-spoken and know how to, you know, present in front of the class or give a speech or something like that. Like they have really strong social skills, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it, you know, boosts their energy, so to speak. I think the defining characteristic, um, between introverts and extroverts is where they get their energy from. And I know a lot of extroverts feed off of the energy of their friends and being in social, you know, Mm -hmm. situations. And 
quite honestly, for me, it is a little bit draining after a while. Even though I love all my friends to death, if I have been partying or hanging out and just chatting and and whatnot with them for a really, really long time, eventually I will kind of be like, okay, I think I've expended all of my energy on, really? you know. Yeah, and I, I think I, I really get, you know, kind of drained like not a well a little energy, bit yeah like your actual energy you're like oh my gosh i gotta yeah, take a I nap i just i um <laughs> wait what <laughs> explain this to me <laughs> wait so you're, you're saying you're different because i think as an introvert you are you get more energy and you kind of like get a fresh start when you're by yourself and you get alone time okay yeah so and that is definitely my case and i i don't know it, is this okay okay well <laughs> For me, it's, I definitely do get re-energized when I am by myself. So I guess that makes me an introvert because I do self-care, like a mask or pampering myself. And I, I do feel more energized, but then again, there is, you start to crave being with your friends. Yes. Like, for example, unfortunately, I can't relate. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> for example, I went to homecoming and my friends and I were having a blast. I was dancing to Lionel Richie on the dance floor <laughs> and it was just a good night and I was filled up afterwards and I felt like 100% walked out of there. Oh, no. Like yeah. Barefoot, okay. You know? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely 100% love hanging out with my friends and it boosts my mood. Okay, there's a difference between mood and energy, I think. Oh, 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 okay. Right? Yeah. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to be like taken like the wrong way. I explain it's a mood booster when you are encouraged and you are surrounded by people that lift you up and are encouraging and loving. And, you know, they're your kind of people. I mean, part of the reason they're your friends in the first place is because you get along. Or you're just saying in general, like around joy being around them. No, I'm saying. People, yeah, people in general, I think it's the interactions themselves. Like you may really, really need like, I don't know, like a good heart to heart talk with one of your gal pals. You need to go over and hang out. And, you know, I would definitely say I've had situations where I've totally benefited from that. I'm not saying being around people negatively affects me. I'm saying I love being around my friends and I love spending time. But yeah, okay. As far as like having, you know, feeling revived from that energy, like is lesser. It, it's different when it comes to like your mood. I don't think mood and energy is the same thing. Um, and so a lot of times I just feel more comfortable and like relaxed when I can finally just kind of like not talk and just <laughs> be by myself and like do my little thing in my routine and then kind of just self-reflect on the time that I spent with my friends and kind of internalize. I think yeah, a lot you- of people are external processors and I know for a fact <laughs> that is you. We're very guilty, different. Guilty. I'm very different, I think, in that aspect, which is maybe why I was considering you as an extrovert. But I think it, there are so many different layers to it. I think it's interesting that you know, like onions, people, right? <laughs> Layers to the onion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you can't really define it as one thing. You can't slap one label on somebody and call it done. Right. Because there are different, you know, facets to different layers to um, you, the same thing of a person, I think. Yeah, you are such an internal thinker. And you get that from dad. You think so? I didn't yes. I didn't think that. But. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I just had to put that in there. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you... Are a, you are a very verbal processor. You need to talk at me most days after school because yes. I think it's a good practice in general just to like tell someone, oh, how was your day? And then kind of go through it. I pretty much rant when I get home <laughs> after every day. I am healthy a, ranting. Yeah. An external processor for sure. That's how I figure out all my problems. I just, and it has to be at someone, it can't be at a wall or anything Mm -hmm. because it's that social it's that personal connection but i'm curious when you're telling someone when you're recounting your day quote-unquote ranting about you know how your day went if you've just come from school then are you what is being resolved when the words come out of your mouth because are you thinking about what you need to say and trying to make a point to the person or are you just processing it and then whatever comes out of your mouth is how you're going to end it and then that is that you're just like resolving it as you speak i'm is, does that make sense <laughs> <laughs> i don't understand the question i don't understand the question okay i'm i'm curious because when you need to rant is it because something's bothering you and you need input so that you are recounting these things to someone so oh, that they oh. can have input? Or are you speaking it into words that are concrete ideas so that you can resolve what is going on in your head? Hunty, hunty. It all depends. Okay. It all depends. Okay, that's usually what it's the first know. one. Lately, I mean, usually I'm like, I'm just going to talk at you and you need to tell me what I should do <laughs> to solve my problems. Um, but it, it all depends. Hmm. It all depends. <laughs> Give me an example. <laughs> uh, Can't you think of one thing? Um, I mean, like you said, I'm usually that person for you and half the time I'm not listening because yeah, I, I, I acknowledge <laughs> that you really don't need my input. You just need me to look at you while you talk. <laughs> so for me to give an example is probably not as easy. Um... But yeah, it's usually like, it's like a daily practice. (laughs) I will say thank you for doing that because I know you get so annoyed when... No, I I try not to. mm, mm, mm. Now, let's be honest here. (laughs) This is an honest podcast. (laughs) Wow. You really think I don't care, like, or pay attention? I do, most of the time. Yes, most of the time. But there are just sometimes you just look at me and... Or you're just, you're not even listening. I'm like, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Okay. But don't you think it's a little much to ask for me to be that person for you all the time? Like, can't, aren't I entitled to being, you know, like, I don't, I'm not. Like, go figure it out for yourself. Maybe. I'm just saying, like. No, I, I do, my bigger 
problems, I guess. Not that I'm saying that I have problems, but... When something's wrong and you need someone to talk to is kind of that situation. Yeah, usually I will... If it's that type of thing, I will think about it myself and try to, like, come up with different solutions and then I'll come to you for your opinion, Mm. you know, as the older sibling should do. (laughs) Okay. Um, To help out the younger ones. (laughs) So... I mean, and that's normal. Yeah. And I I can't really think of an example right now, but. No, I, I get it. I Good. understand. <clears throat> I need water. My throat. Like this peanut butter, the apple and peanut butter situation is drying my throat it for some good. reason. If I got a um, LaCroix out, it'd be maybe too much. <clears throat> too many mic. bubbles. I, I just, I just pulled out a can but i left it upstairs i didn't wow. even get an op- get a chance to open it do you have a favorite flavor we have coconut what we have hibiscus <laughs> have you ever have you ever oh my gosh tried doing an a s m r it's not a binaural mic you they're not going to be able to hear two oh, sides of the it. microphone <laughs> if you guys don't know Cut what asmr is that is really embarrassing <laughs> right I think you should knock it off. We've got apple smacking sounds in the mic. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what flavor it was that I pulled out. We have mango, coconut, orange, and hibiscus. And they're all really good. I think it was an orange one that I was craving at the moment that I wish I had with me. Maddie? You know how offended people get when you talk about LaCroix or any kind of sparkling water, there are a lot of people who are passionately against sparkling water. They hate it. And I don't understand why. I'm not a soda. We Neither of us are soda drinkers. Yeah, I know. Sparkling water is where it's at. And they just don't understand. I don't get it. They I like, mean, it's just carbonated infused water. Right. Without all the sugar and everything, all the crap that's in it that makes you exactly. like- exactly. Exactly. I've heard people say, I've, let me word it this way. It's always an exciting celebratory time when I find someone else who likes LaCroix (laughs) with like, just like I do. I have like six LaCroix stickers on my iPad case. And anytime I pull it out and someone notices or like, oh, you you like LaCroix too? Do you actually, someone actually asked, do you actually drink LaCroix? And I was like, yes, I do. Like, oh, it tastes like weird or I don't like the way it tastes. But then there have been other people who have been like, oh, my gosh, you drink it, too. I thought it was the only one that liked it. I'm like, no, this is a big thing. Like, it's just I look or bubbly water. (laughs) People, I honestly have no idea. People must have bad experience if it doesn't taste sugary to them. It's just a palate thing, I'm sure. Like, if you have plain sparkling water, I can understand where the taste thing because there's no flavor. And it's just kind of like I think club soda is bitter. And that might be Grandpa, where. we're talking to you, by the way. No, just kidding. <laughs> Club soda is a like little bit right. much. No, but you, you put that in cocktails and stuff, too. That's what most adults do, I think. I'm not sure. But I know that people have, like, used weird comparisons for yeah, <laughs> abstract comparisons for LaCroix. Like, oh, it tastes like TV static. Or it tastes like that feeling when your foot falls asleep. TV static. Just to seem funny about how what? gross oh they goodness. think it tastes. And 
I've been surprised. Comparing it to sensations <laughs> of your foot falling asleep? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> That's really it's weird. Just, it's just carbonated water, and the flavors are really good. I don't see the, the difference between that and soda other than the sugar. And yeah. if we're being honest, I'd rather not have the sugar. Especially when it all kind of tastes the same. Like, most sodas to me taste the same. Coke, Pepsi, what other ones? All the, yeah. I know there are a lot of soda drinkers out there, but on the plus side, I know a lot of people who aren't soda drinkers. Like, remember in band when they would always, you know, have like a stock of soda and water and stuff for us to have when they'd feed us at like lunch and dinner during band camp? And I was always surprised because, you know, of course they're going to encourage you to stay hydrated and drink water. And I would think that they as chaperones or parents or whatever, the staff who were helping out, you know, supplying these things would recommend that parents not bring in sodas because, you know, if you're a kid out there under the hot sun and you're working your butt, you know, around the clock, they probably shouldn't give you the option of drinking soda because it's not going to be good. Not going to lie, I thought they weren't even allowed to have Coke because of a wind player. If you don't, like, Rinse your mouth out. You're gonna get spit in your cookie, spit in your instrument and stuff. Oh, true. So I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, I I distinctly remember seeing band kids drinking Ooh, soda and stuff. That's a no go. Um, ah, oh, band kid. I know. It always oh, the Maddie. conversation always oh, comes Maddie. back to this. <laughs> Ugh, once a band, band kid, kid, always band kid. <laughs> um. By the way odd change of topic but i don't know if you you probably didn't but i'm gonna go ahead and tell you now this is kind of embarrassing but this is where my mind went um because my knee so i'm rubbing my knee because it really hurts i was walking up the stairs and i tripped on the last step was that what that was i knew you fell i knew it that's hilarious i kind of i did not whoa hold on a second there was only one thump that was me with both knees on the top step i have carpet burn what just a little bit. I knew you fell. I just didn't make the connection until you came back down and you just said it. So that's really But funny. I had to play it off because mom was upstairs. She was on the computer. And when I walked in the room, I, you know, didn't want to make a face. She obviously wasn't looking at me, but I didn't want to make a face because it really stung. Oh. And after I put my stuff down on the table, I left the room and walked. Your LaCroix I, I had to table. walk it around a little bit. <laughs> walk it off. Yeah. I don't even know how I fell, but... At least I, you know, went down evenly with just both knees and it wasn't bad. Wait, did you fall up the stairs or down the I, stairs? I was going up the oh, stairs. Oh, girl. I <laughs> think maybe I was skipping steps. <laughs> but I had stuff in my hand, so I was uneven. And that's what... You always do that. Every time you skip steps, you just... I don't fall. I've never fallen. Mm-hmm. Sure. Other than the one time, the notorious mm-hmm. time, yeah. when I was <laughs> like, what, two or less than that? Remember when uh, I thought try like fifteen. <laughs> what? What talk what story are you talking about? When I was fifteen. <sighs> okay, not exactly fifteen, but you were a teenager and you like were probably dancing on the stairs or something and daddy and I both looked at each other and what? we heard this noise. Yeah. And you kept you did it was a time where you did it twice in like the same month and we're like 
are you okay? Or like around the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, did you forget how to walk? (laughs) I don't remember this. I don't. I'm sure I'm I'm not doubting that it happened. I, I think I believe you, but I'm trying to remember this and I, I don't think I do. I, I didn't mean, hit my not, head. I would have remembered. <laughs> not like I got like a memory. It's not that it was that memorable, but it's all right. I'm more of a klutz than you are, so don't feel too bad. Mm, that's true. That's <laughs> uh, no, okay. But you're also <laughs> just more like... <laughs> you're also more, I think physically aware of your your body <laughs> than I am because you dance and I don't I don't think I I mean unless you really slowed the steps down and put me in front of a mirror I am so physically unaware of like no what I look like and how to move you know like that kinesthetic awareness physical awareness I only got so much of that from you know being on the the front line Center marimba, baby. Front ensemble. Yes. All you band people out there listening. I know. We'll only know what that is. (laughs) You never know. Of course, back to that. (laughs) Um, No, I don't think you're that bad at dancing. Everyone. Oh, I can freestyle like nobody's business. But what I'm saying (laughs) is if you were trying to like get me to do choreography, you would do the choreography and then expect me to do what you did. By visuals alone, I probably can't do it because I don't know what it is I'm doing. I don't know what I look like. <laughs> That's the issue. That's the disconnect. <laughs> That's the T, sis. That's probably what was happening when I was dancing on the stairs and fell. Who knows? <laughs> it was so funny. I, you must Because I only laughed. heard it. <laughs> right. The noise is... Okay. No, you know what? I won't even go to it. <laughs> <laughs> well... What do you think? Has this been enough ramble for one episode? Yeah, this is pretty casual, if you ask me. I'd say so. I finished all my apples. I didn't get to finish all the peanut butter. You know how you have to, like, I pace yourself out so you butter. can really sink just the right amount of, like, bites with peanut butter so you can eat it all? I didn't do that here. Um I'm just snacking away over here. I finished my almond butter. Yeah. What do you think is better, peanut butter or almond butter with apples? Because peanut butter is sweeter and saltier. It depends on the apple. Like honey crisp and almond butter. Oh, so good. <laughs> well, honey crisp is. What, what kind of apples time. are we eating now? Uh, gala. <laughs> gala? Gala apples, I'm I pretty think sure. You're thinking of. Gala. Oh, oh. Gala is like the the culture. Oh, um, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Um, what is it? Ga- gala? The apple? Yes. Gala. I think it's oh, okay. Gala apple. G-A-L-A. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think that, I don't know. All right. I'd say we should sign off here. What do you think? You're snacking away. Well, the first time I got into almond butter. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I think I think this has been good no, enough. No. Oh. I'm gonna cut you off because I don't want you to get into a weird <laughs> tangent about almond butter. Because I know how long that will take. Cashew butter and the nut butters. All the all the nut butters. 
Yeah, you better you better cut here. I'm cutting it here. <laughs> okay. For those of you who miraculously oh, stayed to the very end of this recording, thank you so much. Um wow, shout out. We really appreciate you listening and being interested in ramblings between two sisters. <clears throat> so um stay tuned. Hopefully, um throughout, you know, the upcoming weeks and months, I will try to maintain a consistent schedule with having more fantastic and interesting guests on the show to do interviews with. And by no means, this will be the last episode with Emma. We will continue the sister side dish um, series for sure. So that's right. Expect more laid back, random, casual episodes between the two of us and hopefully look forward to more um, well-seasoned episodes with um, professionally seasoned guests. Yeah, so. I'll sneak my way in there. Yes. Some of them. Emma is official official co-host. Um, and I don't know if many of you caught on, um, for those of you who didn't know, but Emma was also sitting on, on our first episode with Zane um, and um, oh, interjected Zane. here and there, which was also nice. So that um, will kind of be... Um, what it looks like going forward. So again, thank you so, so much for listening and really appreciate it. And we will see you next time. So we got to do this outro ready. Countdown. Do you remember it? (laughs) Um, (laughs) okay. I'm going to count down. You remember? Have a nice day. See you soon. Oh, okay. Yes. One, two, three. Have a nice day. See you soon. Bye guys. (laughs) 